When I started my business in 2002, it was the dark days of cell phones. They were just starting to become popular. A lot of people started to carry them. A few very brave people cut their landline and just went purely cell. I got my first cell phone just a few months before I started business. And it was the old flip phone. And when I signed up for it, they gave me a number. And when I started the business, that became my business number. And I've had it ever since. It works well for me. But I have come to the realization, thank you, Andy, for the email, that not everyone is in that same situation. A lot of you people who are younger than I, you've always had a cell phone since like junior high. And you're kind of struggling with, do I use my personal cell phone for the business? Great question. Thank you for the email. So I've given this some thought and I've done some research and I think I've come up with some good recommendations for you. I'm going to talk about using your cell phone that you have now. I'll also talk about maybe you should get a business cell phone and another option called Voice Over Internet Protocol or VoIP, V-O-I-P. Hello, my name's Roger Kugler. This is the Working at Woodworking podcast where I hopefully can give you some advice, some encouragement to start your own woodworking business, either full or part-time, and to improve your woodworking business once you get it up off the ground. So, do you need your own business phone? Absolutely, you need some type of a business phone, whether that's your personal cell phone we're going to explore. So number one solution to this problem is go ahead and use your personal cell phone. One of the pros of this option, you already have the cell phone. You've been paying for it. You know how it works. It's comfortable and you can go right on using it. Really only a few downsides, a few cons. Probably the number one, at least for me, is customers calling at weird hours. I don't mind the 6.30 in the morning so much as the 9.30 at night. I'm sorry, I'm usually asleep at 9.30. Well, 10 at least. And on weekends, the phone is never really off. Although I have started to learn to turn it off on weekends. And since I started so early with a cell phone, it's kind of just ingrained that this is my business phone. And if somebody really wants to get a hold of me on a weekend, they know to call my wife because chances are really good that I'm not going to answer the phone or at least leave a message. And I might look at it over the weekend and give you a call back. Another disadvantage of using your own cell phone is you might annoy your friends and family. You know, if your mom is calling you Thursday afternoon and you answer with your business greeting, she might be a little offended by that. Or if your old high school buddy calls you up and gets this weird woodworking shop, you may just hang up. You know, it's like, well, that no way could that be, Ralph. And there goes my cell phone. <laughs>
So that could be a little, a little difficult. However, it also could be a little bit of marketing. You know, if your aunt calls you and you answer with your, your business name and greeting, well, that kind of reminds her that, yes, she has a nephew who is into furniture repair. And she just remembered that Gladys at the Quilting Bee had a, was complaining about a chair and not being able to find anyone to fix it. So, I mean, it could work out in the best. Each one of us is an individual, and we have individual situations. And like I mentioned before, the phone's always on, and you just have to learn to kind of turn it off, you know, at the end of workday on Friday and not turn it back on until Monday morning if it really becomes a problem. So another option, option number two, is just get a separate cell phone for your business. They're not all that terribly expensive anymore. Yes, you might have to, you know, fork over some money for a, a new device. I have been buying mine online through Amazon resellers. These are refurbished, recommissioned cell phones for, well, decades. And I've had very good luck doing that, and I've not spent a lot of money for cell phones. I'm just not going to spend $1,000 for something that I can lose or drop in a lake. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm just not going to do that. And I, I don't use, and I don't really use all the real tech-heavy features that, that come on a lot of the modern cell phones. So I'm kind of a leadite in that fashion. But you'll spend between 10 and 100 bucks monthly depending on the features in the phone that you get i uh, i would say the average is around 25 and doing a little bit of research on this since i haven't really bought a new cell phone service in a very long time i watched a couple youtube videos you know the number 2 search engine in the world and I have links down below one of them is the best cell phone plans that was very eye-opening they covered some things in here that I hadn't quite thought about one of the things that they mentioned was that no matter what the advertising you hear says about you know new low low you know $15 a month unlimited service da 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 with XYZ cell phone service that may not apply to you and he referred to a website called coverage critic website and i have the link in the show notes and it is location based you type in your zip code and it pops up all of the cell phone systems available in your area because just something just because something is available in Florida doesn't mean that it's available in Vermont. So these really are very localized systems and it may just not be available to you where you are. So it's good to check out that before you start cruising a bunch of websites and and calling people and talking to people. That could save you a considerable amount of money. I looked up my zip code and what I have is the number one availability with the, with the most coverage. So I'm kind of in the same place as I was 20 years ago. 
Now, one pro of having a second cell phone is you have a new business phone number. It's not your old personal cell phone number. This is Joe's workshop phone number. And now you need to check, but when you get a phone number from one of the cell companies, that is your number. You can take that number and take it to any other provider. They cannot hold it hostage. That was something the FTC settled like 25 years ago. So it would be kind of cool to have your own business phone number. Another advantage of this is your cell phone and your cell phone service, monthly service, is fully deductible. If you remember in the earlier podcast where we were talking about deducting business expense, you can roll your your household utilities into your business expense based on the square footage uh, value of your business office, as the tax code refers to it. Here, you would have your own separate business expense called phone service. And you can leave this phone at work. At the end of the workday, you know, Saturday at 7 o'clock, you can just leave it on the workbench, go home, and not look at it until Monday morning. That would be kind of nice. Now, one of the disadvantages of doing this route is you have two cell phones. Oh, my gosh. I have hard enough time keeping track of one. Two? Uh, I could see if you had a separate building, a separate shop, that you could just leave it on the workbench and totally ignore it and walk into your your house and pick up your normal cell phone. But I would almost guess that you're going to end up carrying both cell phones, and that does not sound like fun to me. And it might also be hard on your friends and family trying to get a hold of you. They know that during working hours, they would have to call your business number, and they have to learn a new number, and why did Joe do this? And it could get a little awkward. So are there any other solutions? Yes, the Voice Over Internet Protocol, or VOIP, that I mentioned earlier. What is it? Well, it's basically the telephone computerized. It uses the internet. That's the VOIP in there. So what you will do when you sign up for one of these services, you'll download an app onto your cell phone, your personal cell phone. So when someone calls you at your business number, the app will open and you accept a call. You'll use your standard business greeting, whatever that may be, and it works just like your cell phone. If you're in the middle of a glue-up and you don't want to take a phone call, you can let it go to voicemail. Now, the neat thing about the VOIP is that your voicemail is also sent to your email inbox as an email. So you can click on that, open it up, and you can read the message that the caller left or click a button and hear the message that the caller left. Works 
pretty well. There are some systems where you could also have that voicemail message text to you, if that's kind of your thing. And there's just a, a lot of options. So in addition to handling messages very well, it's also very scalable. If there are other things that you want to do to branch out, some plans have video conferencing, you know, attached to them. There's just all kinds of, of options. But for most of us, you know, solopreneurs working in the shop by ourselves, you don't need all that much. You need to be able to make phone calls, receive phone calls, and receive voice messages. And one of the other options that you can do is have customized greetings. And this was a little intriguing to me that at the end of the day, you could press a button and it would switch your standard greeting to like your business hour greetings. Thank you for calling Joe's workshop. Sorry, we can't take your call. Our normal business hours are Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. And most days on Saturday because I don't get a day off or something to that effect. So what are the cons of VOIP? Well, they can be a little scary, especially to Leadites trying to get this set up. I mean, this is a newfangled space age computerized gadget that particularly for older people, you might be uh, looking at a little bit of a learning curve here. Now, everyone I talked to assured that it's very easy to set up and there's excellent text support available. Toll free, just give us a call and we'll help you walk you through that. And for most of them, I'm sure that that is true. And one of the other con to VOIP I see is it uses the internet. So if you're in some far-flung corner of the country and you don't have good internet service, you don't have high-speed internet service, you're still doing the dial-up thing, or you may have no service at all, this is not going to work for you. You have to have good high-speed internet service. Now, that can come in either the form of a Wi-Fi signal that's coming into your your home, your business via cable, or it could be the mobile data that you're using on your cell phone. Now, I being a cell phone Leadite, basically, I don't like to use a whole bunch of mobile data. I only turn it on whenever I need it to look something up if I'm away from the shop or from home, and then I immediately turn it off. I don't walk around 24-7 with mobile data on. I know, I know, I'm strange, I'm old, I'm weird. Understand that. Younger folks never even crosses your mind. You walk around with it all the time. You can go into your cell phone and and click a few buttons so that when a wireless network is available, it switches to that or if you can set it up where it only switches to your own home Wi-Fi network so you're not jumping on weird 
networks all over town will switch to mobile data whenever you leave the shop. Now, something that was kind of a duh moment for me and the nice young lady at one of the VOIPs kind of chuckled, laughed at me. But just because the mobile data is connected doesn't mean it's being used. So if you're not hooked into Facebook or something like that where it's constantly monitoring, which I really hope you're not doing that, it's not using data if you have nothing connected to it. If you open up Google and search for something, then it's going to connect to data. If you get a business phone call, it's going to use data. Whenever the phone call is over, it's going to shut the data off. So it's not like you're, you're burning up a whole bunch of data, you know, throughout the day. Unless, of course, you're streaming YouTube. So how do you get started with VOIP? There's a lot of companies out there. I mean, there's probably over a hundred all over the world. Some of them come out of India. Some come out of Canada and England and Europe. Australia, and a few in the United States. Some of the big names you may have heard of is uh, Nextiva and Ring Central, OMA, Grasshopper, Vonage, Dialpad, Unitel Voice, just uh, the tip of the iceberg. Now, most of those guys are real big hitters. If you had a company with a thousand employees, you would be looking at one of the Nextiva, Ring Central, something like that. Or even if you had a company of 20 or 30 office workers, you would be looking at Nextiva or Ring Central. They have tons of features. They have entire phone systems. You can buy desktop phones that sit on your desk and have a little screen and 25 different buttons on it that you don't know what they all do you know a full system like and you've experienced this if you've called a doctor's office or a lumber company you know and you hear that greeting press one for this person press two for that department press three if you really don't care that's one of these voip systems and some some of them can be incredibly elaborate and, and hooked into different databases. And if you call the phone company and you actually get to speak to a human, they're using a system like this. And they can go into the system and see when your phone service was installed and who installed it and what his dog's name was and the name of his firstborn. They have all kinds of data on you just literally at their fingertips. That's what these systems do. We don't need that. <laughs> we don't need anything close to that. We need a business phone number and we need some way of capturing voice mail messages. Some of them don't really accommodate that. They're going after the, the bigger dogs. They don't want to mess with, you know, a, a one-person, you know, woodworking shop. So I called a few of these, and some of them are better at calling than others, <laughs> surprisingly, considering they're in the communication business. 
I talked to Vonage, which is a real big hitter in the industry, and honestly, I was not impressed. The people that I talked to did not speak English as their first language, and I'm sorry, I'm older, I do have hearing problems, and I just really, really, really struggle understanding and, and hearing some people who have a, a very heavy accent. I talked to Nextiva and had a very good experience. They are a incredibly large company. They can do, you know, very large networking systems. But I had a gentleman from Georgia who I could understand and converse with, and he answered all my questions. And it wasn't amazingly expensive. I think they came in at around 18 to $20, which I thought was pretty reasonable. Uh, Vantage, I, like I said, had not such a great experience with, and they came in about $27, $28 per month, which is not horrible, but one of the things I noticed with them is they kind of nickel and dime you. If you go to their website, the basic plan is $18.95, but then they just start adding this on and that on, and I don't like being nickeled and dimed to death. They had a $100 setup fee, which they discounted 75%, thank you very much, but it's still a $25 setup fee that I have to pay for you to gain me as a customer. So I wasn't thrilled with... Uh, with Vonage. I also called Unitel Voice. Now, I watched a YouTube video where a young lady who was in business recommended Unitel. So, I gave them a call and turns out they are headquartered in Illinois and talked to a nice, very pleasant young lady and she answered all of my questions. It's $10 a month for the very basic service. I believe they limit you to 500 minutes a month, which I went through my cell phone plan and laboriously added up every phone call. And I came out to like 319 minutes last month, which I'll have to assume is a typical month. I might go over 500 minutes. If you do, it's just you know, like a couple bucks more that they, they tack on. And they seem to offer all of the things that I need and a whole bunch of stuff that I could take advantage of, but probably never would. So I'm not going to switch to a VOIP because, well, I've been doing this for 20 years. I'm pretty comfortable with it and it seems to work. And I've trained all the family and friends to call my wife on weekends. And it would literally mean that I would have to get a new personal number if I switched to VOIP. And I'm, I'm just not going to go through that, then have to retrain everybody with my personal number. Uh, that's no. But if I was going to go with a VOIP, I would definitely look at Unitel Voice as my first pick. In fact, they even offered me to become an affiliate member. It's kind of cool, kind of scary. It's weird being an affiliate with having not actually used the product. But like I said, if I was in the market, these are the folks that I would look at first. 
There is an affiliate link in the show notes. Give it a try. If you've had a horrible experience, please let me know, and I will drop them like a hot potato. So my recommendation for the week would be Cheryl C. Perez, How to Get Business Phone and Email Cheap on her YouTube channel, and the link is in the show notes. Under Missed Job for the week, I had a very pleasant experience yesterday. A young man was knocking on my door, and I invited him into the shop rather a tall guy, so I had to warn him about all the low-hanging dangers that my shop presents. And he had a little medallion of a, like a pharaoh's head, that he needed made. He already had the the, the photo, the, the, the picture, the graphic of it, and we got talking. He'd recently graduated from Indiana University with a degree in business management, and was working for a local company. Just a nice, solid young man. And something this, he only needed three of them. I'm not going to turn them down. And I I do a lot of this work for sororities and and fraternities. And I decided just to to do it right then and and get it done with. And we we chatted. So I, I cut these out, and I had to drill, you know, for a, like a, lanyard to, to go through and gave him a real quick sanding. It took, I don't know, 20 minutes, maybe a half hour. Uh, he, he, he just, you know, kind of hung out there in the shop. And when I was done, he was just kind of amazed. He said, I just watched a master at work. And it's like, I just cut out some of these stupid little pharaoh head things out of three-quarter Baltic birch. I know. It was scrap. It was expensive. Oh, my gosh. That stuff is, if you can even find it, oh, yeah, it's over $100, you know, for a 4 by 8 sheet, if you can find it. Anyway, it was just a kind of a little bit of a wake-up call that we do things and don't even think about it where other people who are not around this just are amazed and fascinated by what we do. So don't take your skills and your work for granted. It really is impressive and needed. So so hang in there. You are doing valuable work. So thank you for tuning in and listening. This podcast continues to grow much to my amazement. And as always, if you would like to ask me a question or comment, criticism, uh, please send that to roger at working at woodworking.com. And I do offer coaching services for those who think it may be needed. And And you can support me either on Patreon or you can buy me a cup of coffee which is something brand new. And and if you think that a VOIP system may work for your company, for your business, go ahead and check out that link in the show notes. It, it is an affiliate link, and I do get a small like finder's fee for that, which helps to support the show. So until next week, 
Happy woodworking.